Hello, hello. Hey, Clark Van Dievender here. I am the OutSchool famous Mr. Clark of the hit OutSchool class around the world with Mr. Clark. Yes, that's me in my live class that meets on Zoom every week on OutSchool. We tour a new country, learn the most fascinating stuff, and all that cool stuff I learned, man, I find myself sharing it everywhere. And now I am sharing it with you. Uh, now, my students get a look at these places in VR as we go through our class together. You, all you get is the soothing sound of my voice. All right, by the way, I also teach lots of other classes on OutSchool, have great works, which is really for like teens. Um, every week, we learn about a piece of art or music or literature or some other thing that we could put in the category of great works. Uh, have my class, The Strangest Secret. Strangest Secret. Ooh, what is The Strangest Secret? Isn't that mysterious? Um, right now, I am also guiding a group of high school students through a course in American democracy. Yes, learning about the nine foundational documents and the 15 Supreme Court cases you're supposed to know about if you want to pass the AP exam in American government and politics. Now, I don't care about tests. I, I tell my students, look, I, take the test if you want, but I don't care about the test. I hope they're more interested in becoming educated members of the human race and informed citizens. But I digress. All right, this podcast is Around the World with Mr. Clark. And this week, we are in the Philippines. Now, interesting thing to note, and I have mentioned this before on this podcast, and my students, we've talked about this many times in my class. Uh, my slides every week are prepared by an assistant who works with me who lives in the Philippines, right? She puts together the first draft of my slides and we've been working together for a long time. And then I review the slides and I may add something or, and then I go through my process where I add the, the VR and the polls and the quizzes and stuff like that. Um, but she's responsible for the first draft of our slides. And like, how cool is this, right? That um, this week, my students are in a class with me and here I am, I'm teaching and, and I can't, I can't, like escape who I am, right? I am Clark Van Deventer. I am a white middle-class American, right? Who's lived my whole life right here in the United States. I mean, other than I, I did live in Guatemala for a year and a half, but right, I am who I am. And I can seek to have a, a more global perspective, but I am who I am. But how cool is this, that my students are getting my perspective, right? As, as who I am, um, but the slides are prepared by someone who actually lives in the country that we are studying. Like, it's just cool. Um, and, and it was, all right, I'm going to come back to that in a minute. Um, another random thing that came up in class this week, um, just the English language. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Well, the English language, the English language. Um, okay. Perspective. There are about 1.5 billion English speakers in the world. All right. So that's about 20% of the human population, seven and a half billion people in the world, about 1.5 billion English speakers. 
It's about one out of every five people on the planet speaks English as a um, first or second language. Okay, now, okay, can you guess? I'm, I'm talking to you, dear listener. Can you guess what country in the world has more English speakers than any other country in the world? All right, don't, don't. Okay, I told my students, don't overthink it. Okay. All right, yes, the United States. United States, home to more English speakers than any other country in the world. All right, now, dear listener, can you guess number two? Dum, 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 All right, can you, oh, oh, do you have it? All right, I got a lot of guesses in class. Canada, Australia, England, no. Number two, India. Ah, yes. All right. So only 10% of the Indian population speaks English, but there are a lot of people who live in India. Right? 10% of 1.4 billion is a lot. All right. Number three. What country in the world has more English speakers than any other? Right? Number one, USA. Number two, India. Number three, the Philippines. About 110 million people, most of whom speak English. The Philippines was Right, it was part of the United States. More on that in a, in a minute. Um, number four, Pakistan. Then Nigeria. All right, Pakistan be a second language. Uh, then Nigeria. Then, all right, finally. Okay, so we got one, two, three, four, five. Number six, the UK. Then Germany. Then Uganda. All right. Coming in at number nine, we have Canada. Then we get Egypt and France at number 10 and 11. Then Australia at number 12. <laughs> okay? So just perspective here. By the way, China comes in at number 29. So only about 1% of the country of China learns English. Um, years ago, I was in Malaysia. Every Malaysian school kid learns, uh, well, Malay. That's the primary language of the country. But every kid, every school kid in Malaysia learns Mandarin Chinese and English. How smart is this? Um, so the smallish, smallish country of Malaysia comes in at number 20 for being home to the most English speakers. Okay, but we're supposed to be talking about the Philippines, right? Philippines. But this does have something to do with the Philippines. One of the things my assistant included in the slides, right? Every week, class is divided into three categories, people, places, things. One of the things she included was the high number of VAs, right? Virtual assistants who live and work in the Philippines. And my wife and I have, for years, worked with a number of VAs from the Philippines. And we had a great experience working with VAs from the Philippines because of their high English proficiency as opposed to I mean, on average, a VA we could hire from other countries like India or somewhere else where English would be a second language. Um, I do. By the way, and I don't mean to criticize someone who, who speaks English not very well, right? Because I admire anyone who speaks multiple languages. Uh, someone who speaks English not very well as a third language, like hats off to them. 
I've spent a lot of time traveling in and living in Spanish-speaking countries. And even after all these years, my Spanish is still really bad. So I admire anyone who learns a, a second or a third or a fourth or a fifth language. And, and I'm always encouraging my students uh, to do that. Okay. Uh, Philippines. Philippines. More than 7,000 islands. All right. So depending on what constitutes an island, right? Like what? What qualifies as an island, um, right? New ones are formed, old ones erode away, but there's more than 7,000 islands that make up the Philippines. If you are not sure where the Philippines are, I have a few clues to help you find it. All right. First of all, if you don't know where the Philippines are, okay, do you know where Australia is? All right. You know where Australia is. Good. Okay, if you can find Australia, look above Australia. There's an island that I think looks like an elephant. It looks like a frolicking Dumbo. It's kind of back legs are flying back in the air. It's front legs are going forward. And there's a trunk, all right? Look for an island that sort of looks like an elephant. The back half of that island is Papua New Guinea. The front half of that island is Indonesia. And then in front of that front half of the elephant, there's a bunch of other islands just moving to the west, that's all Indonesia. Above those islands, that's the Philippines. All right. Or another way you can find it, find China. Can you find China? All right, good. You found China. You can picture China in your mind, right? Um, off the coast of China to the east is Japan, right? And then you go down from the, the islands of Japan and you hit Taiwan. And then below Taiwan, that's the Philippines. All right. Now, Two things that my Filipino assistant did not include in her slides this week. Um, now, this is interesting, right? So as a North American, I can say it'd be hard to find any class on the Philippines taught in the United States that would not include these two things, All right, One, Magellan, right? Ferdinand Magellan, Portuguese explorer. He's the first European to set foot in the Philippines. He also, by the way, after touring all around the world, uh, meets his end in the Philippines. He's involved in a skirmish and he's killed in the Philippines, what is now the Philippines. Um, my assistant did not include Magellan. Uh, my assistant did not include the Spanish-American War. Um, my Filipino assistant, who is who has worked with me for more than a year, who's very smart, very educated, uh, has worked in education throughout her life, has been a teacher. My Filipino assistant didn't include these things. They're super important to us, not very important to someone living in the Philippines, right? Magellan, Ferdinand Magellan, Portuguese explorer, first European to set foot in the Philippines, and the Spanish-American War. By the way, Spanish-American War, uh, okay, this is, by the way, the end. All right, this is a whole different podcast someday. I teach a class on five battles, uh, five battles that change the course of history. And one of those battles we talk about in that class is um, the defeat of the Spanish Armada. Um, and that that battle I refer to as the beginning of the end of the Spanish Empire. The end of the end of the Spanish Empire is the Spanish-American War fought in, in 1898, uh, that the United States uh, defeats Spain in. And as a result of that war, Spain is forced to give up all of its remaining 
overseas territories, including the Philippines. And in 1898, Spain goes back to just being Spain. Um, all you get in Spain now is, you know, tapas and great music. Uh, they're not an empire anymore. All right, food. Uh, often like to talk about food with my kids. In my Around the USA class this week, we were in Hawaii. Talked about spam and udon. Right, Man, some of the best udon I've ever had in my entire life was at this Japanese place at Waikiki Beach. Um, in the Philippines, we talked about balut. Um, balut, are you familiar with this? This is a fertilized duck egg with a developing embryo in it that is cooked and eaten. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that this is just some strange novelty, some weird, I found the most, the most bizarre, most random thing I could possibly include in my class for the shock factor with my kids. No, right? Like, I didn't make, I didn't put this in. My assistant who lives in the Philippines put this in and it's a common street food. I had a friend in the U.S. visit the Philippines and she tried it. Um, said the, the strangest part, the, the hardest part of eating it was, was biting into it and how she could, she could feel the crunch of the beak as she chewed this duck egg. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. Always do this show of hands. I always say the good show of hands who would eat it. Not a lot of hands went up. Mine did, of course. Um, Okay, obviously a country in Southeast Asia, 7,000 islands, lots of beautiful beaches. We looked at some of those in VR this week, and they're amazing. Uh, but the thing that really blew the kids' minds this week was looking at the rice paddies. The terrace is carved into the mountains for growing rice. Uh, stunningly beautiful. Uh, most famous ones are in the northern part of the island of Luzon. And now there are 7,000 islands that make up the Philippines, but uh, there's three main islands and more than half the population, about 65 million people, remember 110 million people in total in the Philippines, about 65 million people live on this island of Luzon. Um, little perspective, island of Luzon, 65 million people, continent of Australia, 25 million people. All right. Um, but the most famous rice paddies are are um, in the northern part of the island of Luzon, also the same island with the capital. Capital is Manila. Um, also, the thing that made our heads spin this week. All right, listen to this. All right, in the Philippines, there is an island within a lake, on an island, within a lake, on an island. Did you catch that? An island within a lake on an island within a lake on an island. It's called Vulcan Point. Google it. All right. Vulcan Point in the Philippines is the world's largest island within a lake. So Luzon is an island, right? But on the island. Okay. Can, can you follow this? The world's largest island within a lake, main crater lake. That's situated on an island. That's Volcano Island, also called Tall Island. Look, and then there's this is all within Lake Tall, which of course is within the island of Luzon. 
an island within a lake on an island within a lake on an island. All right. Learned about some cool people this week. I would say that Lee Sonolga was the crowd favorite. She was the first Filipino to score an international record deal. She was the lead role in the the Broadway musical Miss Saigon. Uh, You likely know her as the voice of two Disney princesses, uh, Princess Jasmine and Princess Mulan. Uh, Also, man, just a few years ago, Manny Pacquiao, from the Philippines, he was getting paid $150 million to fight Floyd Mayweather. Um, I don't think a single student this week had ever heard of him. Uh, All right. That's all I've got for you this week. Uh, Remember, if you have kids, tweens, teens who want to check out my classes, search for me on OutSchool. Go to OutSchool.com and search Clark Van Deventer. That's Clark, V-A-N. D-E-V-E-N-T-E-R. Also, I am not hiding. I'm pretty easy to find. Just Google me and track me down or email me. Around the world with Mr. Clark at gmail.com. That's around the world with Mr. Clark. Just M-R Clark. Around the world with Mr. Clark at gmail.com. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.